You are listening to The Soapbox, a show about all things speech and debate. Join us on Facebook, Twitter, Gmail, and anchor.fm slash thesoapboxpod. Thank you for joining us today. We are glad you're here. Remember freshman year of high school? New school, new teachers, new classmates, new anxieties. Everyone remembers their freshman year experience. You may not be able to remember what you had for dinner last week or where you spent Thanksgiving two years ago or where your keys are right now, but you can remember the feelings of being a freshman in high school. An article from New York Magazine in 2013 has always stood out to me, the title being, Why You Never Truly Leave High School. The thesis being that your experiences in high school are so formative that the rest of your life is either a direct correlation from those experiences, or you may even be reliving the same high school experiences in your adult life, just in new settings with new people. The article even goes on to talk about how the music you liked when you were 16 is still what you consider your favorite music well into adulthood. Which is why anyone who knows me knows that Love Fool by the Cardigans is the single greatest song of the 90s. Don't at me. But I digress. For this podcast, I start with that premise. High school is the most transformative, reflective, and transformative years of our lives. And for some people, they choose to participate in high school speech and debate. Pretty much everyone who did speech and debate will tell you it was their key to success. Everything that came later later in life was a testament, a direct result of their participation in this activity. And that's what we're going to try to unpack in this podcast. Welcome to The Soapbox with Trey Smith. Who is this podcast for? Who is my desired audience? Well, everyone. That is, my hope is that regardless of your background, whether you've never participated in speech and debate before and have little prior knowledge or experience, or you're a seasoned pro, this podcast will inspire you or further inspire you to appreciate the activity of speech and debate. On this show, I will interview current and former participants in speech and debate, many of whom I've coached, and will invite others to conduct some of those interviews as well. We will share and hear stories of participants who found the courage to get up and speak in front of a panel of judges and who are nervous and they succeeded. Or maybe they fell flat on their faces, but we can all learn a lot from our failures. We'll talk about that on this show. And on this show, we'll have an episode or maybe a few where we give an overview of the activity of speech and debate as a whole. We'll talk about the different types of events one can do in speech and debate world, and we'll talk about some of those buzzwords and terminologies. For an audience that is not familiar, we will provide the foundation one would need to appreciate and enjoy the stories we'll share on later episodes. My hope with this podcast is to share my passion with you. I want this podcast to be similar to a conversation with a passionate sports fan who is able to share their knowledge and stories with a captive audience, thereby making sports fans out of those who ordinarily wouldn't give sports the time of day. And I look forward to hearing from you as well. Send us your questions, comments, and feedback at thesoapboxpod at gmail.com or on facebook.com slash thesoapboxpod. 
or any of the socials at the Soapbox Pod. So first, who is this joker hosting this podcast? Speech and debate has been a central part of my life for the past 22 years, all the way back to my freshman year of high school, a topic I will come back to in a moment. But I am currently the New Mexico District Chair of the National Speech and Debate Association. I have coached at a high school and a college level, and I'm currently running the speech and debate program at East Mountain High School, a small charter school in the mountains near Albuquerque. But first, let's go back to my freshman year. Not only was I at a new school, Manzano High School, in the heights of Albuquerque, I was new to the city. I had just moved to the East Mountains outside of Albuquerque to live with my dad. I had been living in Shreveport, Louisiana with my mom since then. Now, I'd spent most of my lunches alone at Manzano, seeing as I didn't know anybody, and I was fine with it. But it was Mr. Jack Newsom, who was my ninth grade English teacher, who first recruited me to take his honors course and then also said I should join his speech and debate program. At that point, I was really willing to do anything. Who knows, if the cross-country team had talked to me, maybe I would have become a runner. If the mathletes had talked to me, maybe I would have gone that direction. But I took the plunge and tried a speech and debate. In speech and debate land, there are a variety of different events, from debate events to acting events to public speaking events. And the first two events I tried were Lincoln-Douglas debate and duo interpretation. In duo interpretation, you and a partner act out a scene from a play, a book, a movie, a work that has been published. It's a 10-minute scene where you do all the characters and all the voices. It's different from acting in that in acting, you have props and other characters that you interact with. In interpretation, you were supposed to create a scene with just your voice and your movement. Now, on my first duo, I filled the role of Rhett Butler. Yes, in Gone with the Wind, this high school freshman with almost zero acting experience tried to play this iconic role. Needless to say, it was a little ridiculous. Now, my first attempt at Lincoln Douglas was not much better. I was assigned to debate Roberto Gonzalez in my first debate, who was an experienced, phenomenal debater in LD the prior year. I was demolished. I didn't really know what I was doing, but Roberto sat down with me just after crushing me in that round and explained how the flow worked. The flow, which is the way you keep track of arguments in a debate. Turns out I had not attacked any of Roberto's points. He sat down with me after the round and showed me how to set up the flow to make sure that that wouldn't happen again. I got much better at LD, but I also loved watching the interpretation events. So I started experimenting more with those, and probably the highest finish I ever had was junior year of high school, where I was a finalist in hum- humorous interpretation and an alternate to nationals in humorous interp. Now, this was a time when Albuquerque Academy was a massive and dominating team. This intimidating private school, coached by the legendary Randall McCutcheon, the National Hall of Fame coach, who has more national champions than almost anyone. It was in state finals. It would be all four of academies, humorous interps, and then me. I always was good enough to get to finals with academy, but I was absolutely not good enough to ever beat them. And this starts my relationship with the Albuquerque Academy team. I believe it was my sophomore year where Academy qualified every slot to nationals except for one. I spent my high school years watching the policy team of Sam and Alana, watching Chris Marionetti win everything, 
And then fast forward to 2007, and my relationship with the academy team is still tenuous. I'm hired by East Mountain High School when I start a team from scratch. The first people that join, Josh Telemonte, Aaron Bush, Andrew Krauss, Tim Badeau, will be some people I talk to in later episodes. But this first year, it's six kids in a van traveling around the state doing the best we can. And at the end of that first year, we won a state tournament sweepstakes for second place in the small school category. That made sense. We are, after after all, a charter school of just under 360 total students. The next year, we have 12 students on the team. And then the third year, we double in size to 24. And all of a sudden, we are winning in the large school category. Somehow, we had the right ingredients of a supportive principal, motivated kids, helpful parents, and the right environment came together so that by 2010, our new team won the overall state championship. We won the state championship by one point in the last round of the state tournament against Albuquerque Academy, the team who had won this award 24 years straight. We what went on to win that award several more years, and we started winning awards at the national tournament, and then we began competing in international competitions. And throughout all that time, I've met thousands of students from across the state and other coaches from across the country, all united in this shared experience of speech and debate. It truly is a transformational experience, and I hope to document some of that in this series. So as my favorite fictional president, President Bartlett, likes to say, what's next? Well, we are going to share some stories, because I find the best way to get to know one another, the best way to create connections, and the best way to knock down barriers is to share our stories with each other. So that's what we're going to do. Our mission is to share compelling stories that anyone will be interested in. Whether you have an interest in speech and debate or not, think of one of my favorite movies, Remember the Titans. How many people love that movie but have never played football once in their lives? That's what we're going to try to create here. What kind of power you got? The correct answer is soul power. So if you're interested in getting involved in this activity, we hope to serve that role as well. Students and teachers, we can give you the tools you need to get a program started. Adults interested in volunteering, we can show you how to help out your local speech and debate community. We will also be gearing up for a major event when Albuquerque plays host to the world's largest academic competition, the National Speech and Debate Tournament, in June 2020. But most of all, we want to hear from you. A few notes on how to connect with us before wrapping up our first episode. First, share your story on our Anchor account. Either download the Anchor app or visit anchor.fm slash thesoapboxpod and press record voice message. Anchor is this great new tool that's going to allow us to connect with people from anywhere and everywhere. Second, we want you to check out our Patreon account. Visit patreon.com slash thesoapboxpod to find out how you can support our mission of spreading these amazing stories and growing the activity of speech and debate. Finally, connect with us on all the socials, facebook.com slash thesoapboxpod. Also connect with us on Twitter. And I'm excited to connect with each and every one of you. This project is truly about something bigger than me or any one person. So please, please take the time to share your story. 
And that concludes episode one of The Soapbox with Trey Smith. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to our journey as this show progresses. And coming up on the next episode, we start where we should start, with a current student, a senior who is in the midst of her final year of speech and debate competition. We'll talk about her goals, her plans, college, and what speech and debate looks like right now. I hope you'll join us. Thanks for listening.